Podcasting is a complicated profession, which is why we're here to discuss Season 3 of The Bad Batch, currently airing on Disney+. Plus. My name is Dan Morn, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host on this very fine podcast. Tony Sindelar is here. Hi, Tony. Hi, Dan. I'm locked in a cell, but I still get to be in two out of three episodes, so <laughs> things are going great for me. It was smart of you to conceal a microphone in that toy you made out of straw. <laughs> yeah. Cat Bennett is also here. Hi, Cat. Hello. No. Doctor <laughs> No, I don't. The, <laughs> the microphones don't pick that up very well. I'm sure I, I can't hear anything. Wait, really? Oh, I'll try. Yeah, again. I literally heard nothing. Tony, hello. No, well, it's, hello. It's, Zoom does noise this canceling. This is not good podcasting. No, you can't it's hear. Not it working. Okay, well that's fine. I can hear you when you talk in a normal <laughs> voice. I see our new season is off to a good start that picks up exactly where our last season left off. Wow. <laughs> no, please stop. Uh, well, we are here to discuss, as I mentioned, the season three and the final season of The Bad Batch, a show that I think has had. It would be fair to say has had some ups and downs. Um, we Tony and I covered season one, I believe. And then we decided to do season two in essentially two parts. The first half of which was like, "Why? Why well, are this we show is this weird, fine. but okay." And the second half, we of which sure hope was, this show gets better. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> show goes hard in the second half yeah. of the second season. As we were watching the previously on, I definitely turned it down. It's like I think this has the saddest character death of like one of the most traumatizing character death of anything in the Star Wars franchise. It's yeah. up there. Like what, it's up there with like put... the Transformer movies. Uh, no, 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 no. But within Star Wars, right? Within Star Wars, yeah. Is there any death that is more? I would heart wrenching. Say uh, the death of my innocence. When no, <laughs> I well, I mean, I don't, the death of the spoilers? rancor in Return of the Jedi. I would say Kanan. No, I rancor is uh, Kanan, Kanan is the other. Kanan, Kanan is yeah. the other one Fair that's point. probably on that level. Fair point. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah. That, I mean. Yeah. So. Um, do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's not do flash. Uh. So. Uh, we're going to do, there were three episodes that aired as part of the sort of premiere here. Um, we're going to go through them and talk about various things. Let's kick off with episode one, which is confined, which is, this is Omega's new life on Tantus. I don't know. It's the facility is Tantus. Is the planet also Tantus? I don't the remember. The planet is Wayland. The ta- in, in the original chronology, which they borrowed it from, the planet is definitely Wayland. I just didn't remember. I don't if they know mentioned if they ever not. actually say that in the new continuity, but in old school continuity, the planet is Wayland. And the Wikipedia entries do mention escape the like the jungles of Wayland, so I guess okay, they are sticking yeah. with that. Love it when they pull. Some I'm, I am telling universe. you things I know from my childhood, not things that are actually true and all of the things that i know from my childhood which have since been made no longer canon were not true then they were still about a fictional world (laughs) you guys can't see my expression those who listen to the podcast but you can guess what it looks like whatever it just you literally read all these books yeah it's fine (laughs) yeah tell us about corn horn Um, (laughs) oh it was never corn horn it was always what gentilly's I that was bait that was bait (laughs) (laughs) okay so, uh, Omega on uh, the Mount Tantus facility has been basically pressed into service. She's helping Emery, who we met at the end of last season and turns out to be another female clone, mm. um, take mm. blood samples from the clones for processing by Nala Say. Um, we also learned very early on Nala Say is tossing Omega's blood sample every time because mm-hmm. bad things will happen if it they analyze her blood. And I just want to ask, still scanning it. I think I was a little confused about the lab. Yeah. Why do lab they have to take the blood there? sample every day? That's what I don't like. Their blood doesn't change. It feels like unless should... they're doing something to them, like unless mm-hmm. they're actively experimenting on them, and then they're checking like, they to see how it o- reacts o- to something. Omega's blood or something. It, it is. It, it, <sighs> 
Illusion. Mainly, mainly as a setup for the third episode is the answer, Cat. Yeah, no, I get uh, that. Like, yeah. From a plot that makes complete sense because it's yeah. dramatic. But like, yeah. I, I don't understand where to draw someone's blood every day. I, th- I think the implication to me was they are doing, doing different something to them. Different experiments every see, day. Not even a different experiment, but they're constantly no, exposing yeah. them to something to see or if they it just changes. They need a ton of clone blood basically hanging around. You don't need to do the same experiment every single day. You're not doing the same experiment. It's like we're giving you something in your food, and yeah. every day we're checking to see if the levels of the thing have changed, like whatever we're looking for. It's Long unc- term evaluation. I would like to see their academic research. <laughs> I don't it's think it's funded has by the, it's evil. the emperor. It's yeah, <laughs> literally it, gives it, them it, all the money it they is want. It's the most important of. Uh, why yeah. is he Russian now? Moose and squirrel must never find. Let out me about put it this way: <laughs> If you want to continue ensuring funding from the emperor, mm. what you do is you run the same. Oh, we definitely have to run the samples <laughs> yeah. every day, one hundred percent. Run it again. Yeah. Also, love that we call it Necromancer. Uh, great, great name. Yeah, Project great Necromancer. Name. Which was that the first time we heard it in Bad Batch? Which lines yes. up with hearing it in future star wars future star wars in the past forward in our timeline but backward in yeah you know what i mean and this is we'll get into it but since i'll, I'll derail dan here the um yep i like these overall great three episodes we can talk all of the, the pros and the cons uh but the the one issue i have is that that we are further sort of like buttressing movie nine which is a disaster of a movie so like so uh this, i both you know, love this you know, but i hate where uh, it's going it, i mean it's you know uh our, our friend mr Perloni. i know he loves he loves to take something that is we perhaps hate. not beloved and just like i can fix it i can fix it <laughs> i think we theorize <laughs> this if we do this then we do this i do think we theorized this both last season and through some of the live action stuff that some of this is Dave Filoni, who is now nominally in charge of basically all creative endeavors at Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. he is like Star Wars head honcho, does want to do like the remediation of the the sequel trilogy in the same way that he tried to do that yeah. for the prequel trilogy. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Take your shot, man. That's kind of my feeling. Hard. And I'm also, I'm, I know we're getting way ahead of it. I am so happy that we have like substantiated our theory from day one of Bad Batch that Omega has to be force sensitive. I am so glad they played that out long and slow and they're like we were right also uh i mean and we are jumping literally from i think we're yeah. about halfway through the first episode to out my the last my scene of episode three um you know we did not get it in your traditional moment yes. of crisis force pull dun, on like a thing dun, but through dun, the much more dramatic dun, 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 distribution of science dun, dun, reports dun, 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 <laughs> you know stop blood, blood i have a clipboard that says we shouldn't murder <laughs> omega <laughs> Uh, that's the only the only language they understand. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we learned the uh, the rest of the stuff that sort of happens just shows us the ins and outs of Omega's yeah. daily routine. She feeds the uh, Lurka hounds, which are these not Lurka, but not Lurka, Lurka, Lurka no. or not Lurker said with a Boston accent. Lurka, Lurka hounds, I'm lurking here. Hey, <laughs> but um, Lurka hounds who are the protection system. This is a complicated system of what <laughs> we have bad animals in the forest. Therefore, we train. There's a lot other about animals. this secret science station that's very confusing to me. I don't. Can we? Oh, can we yeah. pivot to how do you run a secret science station? So first off, you've got a robot in charge of dogs. That seems strange. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's 
commandos that are just standing around all the time with they're their giant backpacks. Doors. They but, just and it was, open doors. Yeah, and I was like, they're literally like the best guys, and that you just have them guarding like an elevator. Uh, and do they have to wear their giant backpacks inside? That seems cumbersome. Also, um, can we talk about the uh, the death ray shields that are every five feet? Yeah, like like do, 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 not yeah. to, like two or four, but like the same thing when we had our home renovations, they had to put the electrical outlets like every two feet apart. The same thing, like guys. It requires in Star Wars OSHA code. that the like code the is, ray shields, the death ray shields are every two feet apart. There's we like saw somebody... this in Phantom Menace. That was yeah. what killed Obi Wan Kenobi, or not Obi Wan Kenobi. That's what killed Qui Gon Jinn. It's the I'm ray used shield. to seeing it in like a very like because I think there was there's the ones that like Hemlock and the Emperor are walking through, which are like they, they control. Yeah, yeah, they control the. That's you have multiple Why ray shields to get. Ten? Just get one. Well, but those are to get to the secret science lab. It's the ones where you also have like ten. To get in the lurker shoot, and it is like, <laughs> and it, here's Why? my answer: somebody's brother is yeah, exactly. like ha, has exactly. the deal. He, the guy, no, I, the guy who, who sells ray shield installation <laughs> kits. Ten for it's one co- deal. Ten for one deal. Sorry, ray know? shield installations is definitely one of those things. Oh yeah, you gotta have your ray shields. You gotta you yeah. gotta put in plenty of ray shield in in this thing. It's just code. Also, yeah. I, I just really, I also really enjoy that it's the it's the fundamental like. Whenever you see a sign that tells you not to do something specific and weird, you're like, why is that? Oh, something happened, right? Those ratios are there because something weird happened <laughs> one time. And they're like, I know how we fix this. Ten ratios. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no no railings on our hits. No, <laughs> nobody's ever fallen in one of those railings or at least not lived to report it. <laughs> also, yeah. going back now, the, because the very beginning of the second episode... <laughs> What are you doing to me? <laughs> what I we at do. least we were at least staying on the Omega story yeah, thread, yeah. and now you're just like, no, we're not even doing okay, that. But speaking of design choices, <laughs> mm. the chair that Angelica Houston is sitting on—what's the character's name? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, I don't the, know. Okay, the one with the Devonian, the tiefling, the Devonian, yeah, doing cross yeah, the streets. <laughs> really, very, very tiefling vibes. Very there. tiefling I mean, vibes. I, yeah, yeah, totally so. tiefling. But the mm-hmm. fact that the two buttons for like extend and destroy yes. the force field are next to each other. No, like, that's not good. How often do you get those wrong? Just to point out, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker literally shoots the bridge controls that are next to the door controls on the Death Star. So this is a problem endemic yeah. to this galaxy. I just it's, have a, a lot it's of a, It's a limitation of wiring, choices. basically. Uh, I would not stand on. No. I think maybe. No, was no, this no, the no, first no, time no. we'd seen a ray shield pit trap? Uh, but I would simply not stand on a ray shield pit trap. I would just stand Next at the to, edge, yeah, and right? I would just be like, "It's fine. I can see you from here." Well, it's interesting <laughs> I'm in that they choose forward. in that situation. They chose one ray shield, right? Mm. It's one ray shield <laughs> that's doing all the stability. But you're trying to get the other. You have ten. That is a load bearing ray shield. Yes. Yeah. Because that's where you want ten ray shields is exactly. where you could potentially fall to your death. Exactly. No, except unless it's a thing that you're designing for people to fall to their deaths. In which case, yeah. But fine. what if Everything like else is I mean. I'm just saying, I mean, people work there. She's got to walk across those yeah. ray shields. No, she's to get got to another her throne. exit somewhere or, else. Or she's maybe, another... actually, she might be but doing like a staff, higher... like, staff are coming and going there and just, you know. It's possible she had a higher quality ray shield installation versus the Empire. <laughs> okay. Like, they're buying oh, cheap, the shoddy ones. Yeah. ones so they're gotta, just making up yeah. for a quantity. You got to buy the ray yeah. shields with the gold plating on them. It's really yeah. the best, you know. Well, it does look yeah. thicker in, in, in her palace. <laughs> you think that why, you can tell the ray shield, which is red and red slash invisible, looks thicker, cat. Well, there was definitely a. I think Dan's <laughs> like looking at his notes, like, "Where are we in the, the agenda?" Mm, mm. Oh, I missed you guys. Um, it's fun that Dan has an agenda. I think it's a good, it's I a good ex- exercise for him. Just nominally trying to explain what happened in the episodes. Anyway, no, no, no Dan uh, Omega is in jail. Continue. Yeah, Omega is in jail. 
Uh, she gets older. Like, there you it's go. Really she sad. gets old. That was insane. There's a time jump, right? Yeah. There's a pretty big time jump at one point, which I thought. What do you think done... is the lifespan on a race shield? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Everybody complains about people cutting cat off, but no one ever complains <laughs> about cat cutting me off. <laughs> uh, the listeners know what they want. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was done I thought, really I thought nicely. This episode would be kind of really mundane, and we would build to our later things. But nope, here nope. we go. No, we go straight mm. to eleven. In media race. Um, yep. I thought the the transition Smash and the time cut. jump is really well done because they yeah. do a. It's very subtle, but you immediately, I immediately noticed that she because it closes on her holding the little doll she's made, and then when yeah. it opens, the doll is much smaller in relation well, to it her. It shrunk. It dried out, so it shrank. <laughs> shrunk right. or shrank in there in and, that specific use case. Shrinked. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and like they've so they've changed her hair a little bit, but she's also yeah. they've refined the character model. She looks older. And they do it twice. There are two jumps because there's some smaller jumps. Yeah, because the, the hair gets the longer hair gets and longer. longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, we we're so she's been separated from the batch for a while. Yeah, they they are very careful not to say because Star Wars now wants to use made up time measurements yeah. so we don't have weight like when hunter gets asked about this several times he's like too long <laughs> um no. but i yeah, think but it's... if you could say it in days hunter how many yeah. or rotations i can't count um, they never taught yeah. clones how to count i think the answer is at the very least many months if not yeah. a year I think, I think yeah looking at the hatch marks assuming they're still working on like a base 10 system which is an assumption i don't think we've really ever validated this in this world and universe <laughs> It's a fair question. Um, uh, yeah, months, months. It looks like six months or so because there's yeah. like five hashes of five. If they month, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's why the base ten system yeah. is really important. Sure. Um, we and also she's learned... living kind of a weird life where she is very much a pre- and especially she has this kind of weird relationship with uh, Emery, yeah, who is like kind of a sibling, like a long lost sibling. But also like her jailer, yeah, yeah, and 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 the thing where like she is not allowed to have personal items, yeah. oh, that was so and sad. she's kind of being, you know, she kind of gets to help out in the lab, like to keep her busy, and she clearly has some freedoms that she's kind of coming and going places, and but also it's very clear that like she is here to be used to manipulate Nalase. She's right? insurance, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. and so we have her. She has a couple other tasks, like she feeds the Lurka hounds. She befriends one of them who has been injured and is essentially going to be killed. Batcher, 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 okay. Batcher. Yeah. Um, it was always Bechdel in my. Head. And so uh, uh, she uh, eventually we learn that um, that one it's going to be killed, and so she sets it free. Um, there's also an ongoing bit where she basically goes to visit Crosshair every day yeah. and Crosshair is like, please stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And we find out that basically Crosshair is being kept to like as insurance against uh, Omega. Yeah. Yeah. So they, you know, that Dr. Hemlock, he's really got, <laughs> he's like, goes uh, all the way down. He's, he's got a complicated flow chart of how he's, uh, <laughs> who's he's being kept to keep Crosshair in, in line. Well, I think, I think that's what they yeah. for each other. And I do, I mean, to focus on Crosshair for a second, I think two things of note that we know while watching. One is that I really, it was subtle, and I think it's a, uh, the evolution of the character, just showing his um, shaking hands. And yeah. we then see that in episode three, that he can no longer really be a sharp sharpshooter. Um, mm-hmm. I think just really interesting just seeing the character and like using sort of that, uh, his identity is changing. Not only has the self-doubt of the fact that he he did try to protect the rest of his friends uh and then yeah. you, the you would point out the visuals when the two of them yeah. talk 
that yeah. the shadow is on her face in the same way that his tattoo is on his. The, the scar they scar are, tattoo. Uh, they, they very much mirror the shot of Omega looking through the bars. It has like yeah. the circle and the lines coming out kind of, which sure, is a really sure nice It seems bit. like they're starting to lay the, the, you know, and so far kind of carefully, uh, but intentionally, the groundwork for a, a crosshair redemption arc. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And, and I think yeah. the question of the hand thing to me is, I was kind of wondering, like, is this sort of a natural degradation are the clones breaking down is Mm. it something they are doing to them as they're in there to running tests on them because we learned the second episode where are all the clones question yeah 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 um yeah so uh basically this episode ends with uh uh hemlock catching omega from releasing the hound and is all like you think you did that you know the hound a favor, but it may get. Of course, eaten. it's Chekhov's hound. We're gonna see the hound again. <laughs> yeah. We knew we were gonna see the hound and again. He's all, obviously, yeah. that's the part where he drops crosshair. Yeah, they named that hound. That hound. Yeah, is coming back. you don't. Yeah. That hound don't has kill a, a dog. Has a union membership. Yeah. Dan, more important than that, uh, they want to sell you an action figure of that hound. I'm later. here for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it it reminded me of a, a similar sci-fi creature in the Foundation. Uh, what's the name you literally just told me not to cross the streams. Yeah. Well, it's fine when I do it. Uh, should we continue with the Omega thread, or do you want to talk about episode two? Let's no. talk about episode two, Paths Unknown. Paths Unknown. plural. So we already mentioned the Durand family, which mm-hmm. is the uh, Deveronians, who Hunter and Wrecker show up to, because they want intel uh, about where uh, Hemlock is. And they have reason to believe the Deveronians have intel on them, so they have gone sort of into a... Like kind of bounty hunter mode. Well, and when we had that first character, the nameless, uh, faceless Devonian who was killed, the voice sounded very similar to our Devonian friend whose name I do not remember. Visago. Sounded a lot like Visago. Yeah. I was expecting that to be a reveal. It was Visago. Uh, and thought I think they, kill, just, they killed him. Just think yeah. of other Devonians. Yeah. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, we've heard that apparently this character this is, has been appeared in a previous bad batch episode i think we missed that though i don't remember infested uh, 13th episode of the first season um so we've seen i guess that character in some fashion before um we uh, basically then follow uh, hunter and wrecker to another planet which they kind of soft pedal to make you think oh they found wayland yeah. and of course it's not okay. wayland also hunter is an idiot <laughs> what kind of leader doesn't wait for his backup for two days, yeah. right? And I enjoy that that Wrecker has I don't want to say mellowed exactly, but like is you know, the voice of reason. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because to a certain degree, the balance is off. There used to like yeah. there was a squad of four or five guys, and now it's two guys. Yeah. And yeah. so you need and you need to have some sort of counterweight there and and having them play off each other in that way, though they're still clearly on the same page of like, we need to rescue Omega yeah. adds for some nice tension. No, and it was and, good to see them really, I'd say something Hunter especially, I think you saw him, he seemed like he was carrying a huge weight. Yeah. Like, and I think some of down. that, him rushing off, him being foolish, I mean, some of that is uh, plot convenience because we need the yeah. two of them to be alone and have to fight a giant monster. Why is it always a giant monster? Uh but you know, it. I think some of it just kind of reinforces like how isolated they are, and yes. maybe even that mm-hmm. some yes. of their isolation is self-imposed. Because yes. you get the feeling that it's like Wrecker and Hunter have just been like wandering around doing yeah. whatever jobs, and they're like 
desperate and like maybe they're not really like you know they're not on bad terms with uh echo and rex but they're in different circles now they're certainly not going to go back to space greece and just hang out on the beach you know they're the yeah they're they're, they're doing whatever yeah, it echo, takes echo and, and rex are still anyone. working to basically take down the they're empire doing, yeah right? they're doing more legit resistance stuff right whereas i think there's rex also and degree. hunter have their own mission I think there's also a degree too where it's since the first episode they wanted I think they were more careful about this in the second season is making sure they rebuild each individual as an individual. And so I think rather than introducing all four or three folks as a group, yeah. sort of like reintroduce them in smaller pieces so we can sort of like re baseline our so they can actually t- to your point, Tony, I think take that time to let us understand where everyone is in their own personal journey. I yeah. like these three episodes yeah. as a set that mm, they released I together agree. in that it's like we don't a they they don't they don't get to meet up. Yep. Uh, we don't have the episodes don't intermingle the storylines, uh, and this this episode kind of uh, helps to be a buffer between you know the Omega show and, yeah. and yeah. everybody else. There and are it, two good uh, choices there. I just wanted to say that I thought were really good. One is the time jump, which I yes. think we did kind of predict at the end of last yes. season that we were going to see Omega grow up a little bit more as we did between first season and second season. Um, I think that's good because it gives a sense of real. Um, tension and loss, right? That you need to get from them to be desperate. It's not them being like, well, we wake up the next morning and we go get her, right? Like, no, we have to deal with the fallout of the fact that she's been missing for months and we have not been able to get to her. And like, what is her life? Um, Also, maybe like our kind of doing that instead of maybe like morning tech being dead. Yes, it gives them a... Like yeah. coping, yeah. coping ish mechanism slash denial. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean things things don't seem great with them with yes. our no. family. <laughs> I also really appreciate it. And I think it'll be interesting to see in the future episodes, like the fact that Omega re- uh, rescued herself. I think yeah. I mean great. I think it's starting the character who used to be sort of the tag along and then was sort of the sidekick to essentially very much a, a young woman with her own agency and, and own capabilities. Like she got herself out with Crosshair's help. She even, yeah, I was even say she she rescues Crosshair. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> and then I think it'll be interesting too to see if they go into that with sort of Hunter and everyone as well. Of like they don't get to be the heroes. They don't get to redeem themselves for rescuing her she will rescue herself and you don't get that same sort of relief of that character arc. It'd be interesting to see if they plan to that or not. Plus that they, when they reunite and time has gone by, are they closer to, I mean, not exactly peers, but like, you know, yeah. is that change the power dynamics? I think is an interesting yeah. question. The other thing I was going to say, which I liked a lot, which is exactly what kind of what Tony was alluding to is like, we don't end the, it's not like in the first episode they rescue, they rescue yeah. her, right? Like we're going to spend some time with all these characters on their own. And yes, there's plenty of episodes left and they will have a lot of time to interact. But I think not having it be like the first episode, oh, well, we go got her and everything's yep. back to normal. Like yeah. that, that Jump helps make everything week, yeah. feel very consequential. And I think yes. that's really well executed here. Um, so the rest of episode two, we re- we meet a few regs that are on this other planet that were basically as in this cloning f- research facility. Well, then are they? They're not even regs, right? Because they're like they're cadets, cadets but they're yeah. they call them regs at one point. I mean, oh, they're, they they're okay. essentially just they're like kids. Yeah, they're yeah. kid versions of the clones with unusual yeah. accents. With one of them very much coming straight from Newsies. <laughs> Uh, we have Mox, Sta- Zeke, and Stack. Uh, mm-hmm. Mox, I believe, is voiced by Daniel Logan, uh, who played Boba Fett in the prequels. Mm. The other two uh, are voiced, I think, by the same person. But okay. um, it's just unusual that they don't all have the same kind of. I accents. did wonder about that a little bit, but it also it's tough. Sure, I mean, whatever. not everybody's I, it's fine. It's not just, everybody's yeah. D. Bradley Baker. Is, I think I is the short it is, answer. It is, it is, it is fine. 
there was a they i think in the lead up to this series they released some very fancy action figures of the bad batch and they made them look uh like like the bad batches we know them but like tamora morrison mm. which is confusing to me because like the cgi characters don't really look yeah. like tamora morrison so it's like it's like it's like if Tamora Morrison was cosplaying as Tech <laughs> and as Hunter and Rex. <laughs> it's nice. it's just it's a little weird. there's a little bit of like mm. dissonance there between like that's not exactly how they look in the show, especially they're kind of you know it's like Tamora Morrison today, <laughs> yeah, know, as opposed to you know maybe what he looked like twenty years ago. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, they look like very cool action figures otherwise. So. Um, the facility has been destroyed by the Empire, and also this planet is overgrown with this Imperial sort of experiment called Slither Vines, um, which are kind of like a, if you cross, like, the Sarlacc with a tree? Yeah, they, they, it felt yeah. very uh, D&D monster. Mm. Yes. This whole adventure, this whole episode is very side quest adventure. Yes. I do kind of so. like, I, I like a good creepy Star Wars monster, and I thought this yeah. kind of Yeah, the delivered. headless chickens were pretty good. Yeah, the part mm-hmm. where they cut them off and they start running around, that's creepy. I don't like that. Yep, nope, both, not at all. Both, I think, Kat and I had the same reaction to the middle part of this, which is like, ah, a video game jumping puzzle in the middle yeah. of this episode. <laughs> like, why are sw- it's just the worst swamp you've ever been to. Oh. <laughs> Um, they go in to get, you know, a control panel that's supposed to have access to information so they can pull all the data. Uh, one of them, uh, Zeke goes with them to help because he's like, oh, these guys seem like they care more. Like no, no other clones came looking for us. So, um, but these guys seem like they are different while Mox and Stack take, stay behind and essentially eventually decide to. Yeah. Go to their ship. It was super this I would say I very liked, convenient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The very predictable plot. Nothing surprised me in this one. It was, I think, more an opportunity to showcase Hunter and um Wreckers, Wreckers or like character. Yeah. yeah. I, everything about there, this episode was very predictable. This nice, there's some but, good stuff in here, but this is a little bit more like your average. Yeah. It's slight. It's a little I enjoyed slight. it. It was nice. Yeah. I yeah. liked the character work. I think, as you said, the the, the we have a very like again. What I think it makes a lot of the the show different in this season and in the back half of last season to early on is, and we talk about this a lot with other shows, including Andor, confidence. The show has confidence in its storytelling now. Like, for example, there is the shot in episode two where Hunter at the very beginning is sitting at like the console and Tech's goggles are Mm. next to him. Mm. And then there's like a pan over and he looks at him. We don't need to have it. He doesn't need to be like, ah, text glasses. I saved them from flashback. Yeah, flashback. You know, no, we all know everybody's good. And Hunt and Wrecker has one veiled thing where he's like, last time we went in without backup, not everybody came out. You know, like, and that's that's all you need. Like, yeah, and the same thing with the Devronis in the beginning, right? We didn't get it. Was just sort of like a quick side plot, like some characters we never see them again. It was like great great building and depth world building it's like i just need to taste it was lovely what do you what do you think the odds that we'll see mock zeke and or stack again are they off on their own adventure or oh, these i think they'll come back i think we'll get the, yeah the final episode I, am, I yeah i mean you know bad batch has been very uneven i'm hoping that you know everything's firing on the majority of cylinders for this last uh set of what do we get 15 episodes yeah uh, so i i'm hoping that those are characters we see at some point even if it's like they're just on a you know somewhere that waving at people uh because well, it's it, space grace pabu. right yeah pabu i think it's called yeah, yeah. so yeah. so i, th- I, I just think we'll i would hope again. they pop up somewhere right you know that you know, uh, Rex shows up with like every clone that's ever been named shows up and saves the day. Um. Uh, our final episode is back on Mount Tantus. 
um, wherein we learn the emperor himself is overseeing I, the final phase say, of construction. When they were all like, a person is coming, and there's a shuttle, I was like, oh, this is all going to be a fake out. It's going to be somebody else. And nope, I thought it was it's my, the emperor. Yeah, yeah we discussed just, like Tarkin or Krennic or somebody like that. But yeah, nope. I thought it was going to be somebody yeah. else. I thought that was a, a, a fake out. Uh, but then, nope, he's, he's striding out of that. Uh, I that was surprised they didn't actually guards. steal the Emperor shuttle because I thought a hundred percent. I thought like thought that's <laughs> yeah. where they're going. That's because that's a D and D plan that we would make. <laughs> that is a D and D plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um, great work here from uh, Ian McDermott returns as yeah. voice of Palpatine, and I think is excellent. Um, uh, we also get. I mean, uh, so I haven't mentioned we mentioned Hemlock, but uh, Jimmy Simpson as Hemlock. Yeah. Jimmy excellent. Simpson is great. Uh, He's, he's very a very menacing. strange actor. He does a, a has a wide range of things. He's uh, also you in, guys a, don't... in the animated Star Trek show Prodigy. Yeah. He plays a yeah. evil robot. <laughs> well, you don't watch uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but he plays basically like a sociopath. I, I don't know. Misfit in that show. I, I did uh, watch all one of his early appearances for me. <laughs> I did watch all of Psych, in which he is a recurring character that is also extremely strange. <laughs> yeah. I've always seen him in uh, Westworld, and he was excellent on that. Yeah. yeah, I'm Hemlock is uh, really shooting up the charts for me as yeah. a uh, a great Star Wars villain. Love just you know, I just love a, a, a an administrator. I love someone who's more about the career, and evil is just it's just the way that you work your way up the ranks, right? <laughs> he just he just wants to be science administrator of of the Empire, and if he's got to murder some clones to do that, well, you know that's how you make an omelet. Tony, I'm worried you spent too much time in academia. <laughs> uh, but see, I don't live that world. This is escape, Dan. This is escapism for me, where you can work your way up the chain. <laughs> um, so he is a good villain. Know. I agree. I think he's menacing in all the right ways. It's great. I do. It's fun when a villain has a boss i like that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like grounds them you need results um, yeah. he never yells he's got that kind I of love that. it's not it's it's distinct from you know thrawn but there's a little bit of that like i i'm not in a rush i'm not you know i don't get pissed off i'm just i'm just telling you how it is uh kind of villainy that is you know it's fun especially in the the world of star wars where we tend to have a lot more uh you know, over the top uh, scenery chewing villains. I do feel like um, we're getting more and more of that. I think of uh, who's who's traffic from um, Andor Deer. I don't remember the name of the character. He starts with a P. The, um, you're thinking of uh, Anton who, Lesser. Yeah, the guy who runs ISB in um, yes. in Andor. Again, yeah. this, I think the I think in this latter half of Star Wars, I think the, they're they're leaning into the banality of yeah, evil. They're, you know, yeah. far more bureaucratic evil. Uh, yeah. And I think it really, really works to make the Empire just terrifying. It is much right? more effective than I think I would argue because you can't have everyone can't be a tyrant, Emperor right? That's Palpatine, not yeah. that's not how just like, empires work, right? You have one. We guy. figured out a new way that there's a bunch of dark Jedi that don't get any dialogue yes. that hang out. And yeah, I mean, serve as, thing, and serve as mini bosses and video games for the, you. The thing <laughs> that is an interesting. Hemlock does not work well in a video game. Right. The thing that is an interesting dynamic here, and I think that we all agree works better, is the point that even if, like, the, there's often this feeling of, like, power matching. Like, you need to, oh, you got a Jedi. You need yeah. to have them fight an evil Jedi or a Sith or something like that. But the point is, the Empire is so large that even if you were a single Jedi, you could not take it down because no. it's the like pap- trying to stop a whale. Yeah, like, I was doing the paperwork, <laughs> and, like, if you can figure out the payroll system, then, like, that yeah. alone... 
But like yeah. that, the, the monstrosity they use, they use of people the... soft, Dan. <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows how to work people. Oracle, the true evil empire, yeah. which is actually kind of true. And our next sponsor. Oh, no. It's <laughs> getting word that they have canceled oh. their buy. Oh. Uh, oh. So this episode... But seriously, Oracle, if you want to buy an ad, we will talk. Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. Oh, no, no. The... Nope. no, 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 no. We, we, we'll, we'll, we'll take anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the cat, guy bought an island, and he's be, like literally an <laughs> evil dude. Uh, strike that for the record. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, so the this is uh, this episode is sort of the inciting event, the payoff, the act three of uh, you know the first what well, the first episode is paying is yeah. building up, which is because Nalase is needed to attend on the emperor. Emery has to run the the blood samples, which means um omega's sample Wait, will not get discarded and we have and a we have literal, literal tick tick clock. clock yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great yep excellent yep. very cut, effective cut. honestly yeah i thought it worked really well to blow Again, the though, tension i do question the device that you have to manually feed one by one it's like your printer when you have to feed page by page like why can't uh-huh. you just do a group no, feed it's, of it's blood? batched it's like eight <laughs> yeah they put yeah. eight things in and then it just cycles through them makes it's perfect sense star wars them. technology Again, i feel like Anyway, user interface is not particularly high. It's in this it's world. lab work. It takes time. It's it's and it's all custom built. It's not compiling it's not code for efficiency. Yeah, you know. Uh, so Omega has to make her escape uh, using Nalase. Basically, says take my iPad. <laughs> I do love that. Uh, very much of Star Wars, like whatever technology is the technology we have, is then the technology that shows up and shows. Like you see this in both Star Trek and Star Wars. Like so, <laughs> everyone has iPads now. So everyone's gonna have iPads. And like, but they have iPads that dock into <laughs> like everything. <laughs> they have not discovered bluetooth, bluetooth, or yeah, Wi-Fi no bluetooth yet. Yeah. so it's like Matt, you you have your ipad that you have to plug oh into the doorway to like so like annoying. send an email it's like chain codes all over again but like yeah. way clunkier uh, I enjoy that. i'm looking I enjoy at 10 years everyone's gonna have their watch you gotta hold your watch up to it Mm. And um, then they're gonna have their vision pros, whatever those are in Star Wars. <laughs> I think they're just that's what that's isn't that what Emery's wearing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She has those mm. crazy glasses. Oh, I thought she was just always coming back from the movies. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh uh Amiga wings her escape plan, basically goes get crosshair, gets yeah. him out, he beats up a couple stormtroopers, and then a they're just on D&D the run. Escape plan. Yeah, I love it. I kind yeah. of enjoy how much they lean into it, where like they're walking through the corridor, and they're like, oh yeah, we gotta be on patrol because the Emperor's here. And they're like, the Emperor's here? What a bad time to try and escape. And like, oh, it's, it is what it and is. And I do, I enjoy, well, I mean, it is, like, Omega has been told, you have to escape now because yeah. you're about to, like, you're about to be compromised. So it doesn't matter that you don't have a plan. But I do appreciate that uh, uh, Crosshair is constantly <laughs> dismayed at the lack of plan and how, how much, you know, it gets worse all the time. And yet, it goes surprisingly well, right? Yeah. Like, they yeah. get out the chute, they manage to evade the hounds, there's a big, the scary whatever the animal is that the, the hounds Eddie. are there to, to, to yeah. like, yeah. stop they get yeah. away from that. The, Jungle Wampa. The stormtroopers oh. are dispatched to get them. They we s- totally called that Plan 72 is steal, steal the other shuttle. ship. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 100%. Uh, like, Did, this is, there is, a sh- is there a shot there where uh, Crosshair tries to take a sniper shot? Yes. And it yes. Misses. Misses. Okay. Yeah. And then he like, holds that, his hand. I was like, that was not part of Plan 72. Was was no. Did not include no. missing. And then he, okay. he turns to yeah. hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. But he did draw them away while uh, yes. uh, Amiga yeah. And Batcher shows up and gets to jump yeah. on the ship and uh, they speed off and then it turns In out... In the nick of time. 
Uh, in the nick of time, they run Omega's blood, and it turns out this is what they need to basically transfer. And we agree the M count is midichlorian, right? Yes, we are all uh, assuming. Y- yes, <laughs> <laughs> Mars bars. I just, you know, I kind of, I kind of appreciate yeah, that right? they just say that. It's like it's polite. It's like we don't need to dwell on certain words. We have a, you know, we have a nice little euphemism for it. Uh, so we know that it's it's that word that I don't need to say, um, but. Do we don't totally know what is going on with that, right? Yeah, she may They've not actually about, be force sensitive. Like, she just ha- might be a carrier or something. Yeah, it's unclear. or she has, yeah. and we don't know. I guess we don't know. Thank God, the threshold for like what is your M count number where you are a Jedi versus you know not, and you're not a Jedi. You're just Jedi eligible. You're eligible for them to come and steal you from yeah. your parents. Doctor Hemlock uh, has a great paper on it. Yeah. Um, because there is the question of, uh, it seems like, so Omega has a, an M count, and they keep talking about, like, replicating the M count, right? Yeah. And they are cloning things, but then the clone either doesn't ha- has a, a low M count or an insufficiently high M count. But then it's, but it's, so it's like, so who is Omega a clone of? Or what are they, I, I get the feeling yeah. it's sort of like, it's like CRISPR, right? Like they've altered her. When they cloned her, they altered her genes in some way. Nala say specifically because like, she knew, yeah, right? Nala say yeah. knows. knows, but we agree. And, it's fundamentally they're trying to clone the emperor and preserve his force powers, yes. right? We agree that's probably yeah. necromancer. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, but the question—it's a mean, fair question. Guess, Tony, who is? Do you think we're Omega? getting to a weird reveal where it's like she's the surprise, emperor. Amiga? You are some Django Fett DNA and also some Emperor DNA. Um, could be or some you know, Jedi DNA. It's unclear. Or like I maybe you're some just some Jedi, right? Yeah. You know? It's not even your. Um, I I don't know. I honestly don't know if it's that or just sort of a genetic engineering sort of thing. And this is the yeah. one where Nalase cracked it. Can we agree that Nalase basically cracked this a long time ago and then threw yes. out all her notes? Yeah. Right. And yes. and in fact is like and actually I need this person to be my lab assistant so that no one can ever test her blood except me basically yeah which isn't yeah. like the best plan but it is the no i mean maybe the best that nala say could do yeah i mean um, the best plan would be not know. admitting she existed but or i think not that creating that, her in the first place either. well that's too that ship had sailed right by yeah. the point of this um, like she's already done that work for whatever reason yeah um, but what she doesn't want to do is like okay you go join the cadets oh they're testing you for you know rabies and yeah no. figured out that you you know we yeah. i think when i first saw Emery, we thought she might be an older version of Omega, but it sounds like Omega to herself is. I think the fear shock, like Emery and all the other what appears to be female clones, they all appear to be brunettes, and Omega's still a blonde. We haven't yet. I mean, your hair can darken over time, but she's an old age. Like, you'd expect like, that Omega's still one of a kind of all the other clones we've seen. It's unclear. I, I mean, we know. know Emery, it's not specifically established that all the other women there are clones. We see people who look like her. We do see people who look like her. I just wasn't sure whether or not they yeah, were yeah, clones yeah. or also... She also has a name, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like first and last name, which none of the other clones have. Um, yeah. So we don't really have her backstory. I would suspect we might hear more about that, especially because she kind of comes around throughout the course of like these episodes to be like, even though she does try to turn them at the end, I, I think there's... She has sympathy to yeah. Omega. And like... I mean, her revealing... Omega's status is also saving her life. life. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah I, 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 I'm kind of hoping, and you know, that's always my fear with uh, some of these shows is they introduce threads that they then forget about. Uh, and it sure seems like they should be like 
the choice to make Emery a clone versus just a lab tech, yeah. right, is, is you know... Meaningful. Uh, I mean, Omega says at one point, like, I never had a sister, but it, like then, yeah. and then it doesn't seem to have a reaction, but she gives her the doll back, so there's clearly an emotional connection. Yeah. Like, they're building that up a little bit. I don't think we've seen the end of their interactions. Yeah, I mean, we're also in the interesting world where, too, I mean, kind of classic, right? They, they're not going to be hunted, and they've always been hunting. They've always been hunting Omega, right? Um... But it was always for now stay now they're hunting her because she also has um the, the whatever the power count. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and as as Hemlock says at the end, like I have the full resources of the Empire, right? So it was one thing more when they were sort of desultory, like, well, we're looking for them and if they pop up on our radar, we'll go after them. But it's now yeah. it's like, no, this is literally the most important person that we need to find. So you are the microscope has gotten like tighter yeah, on yeah. them, which I think is going to ratchet up the tension but throughout it's the interesting season. That, so, but okay, here's what I say: they've always had a thing where she's been hunted. She's never known why. Now she knows there is actually something different about her. Yeah. Right? She was yeah. told by Alstein she's going to ask what is different about me, and she's going to know it's something about her blood. Right, but she doesn't know exactly what. what? Um, the other thing I, I want to say about Project Necromancer, which I thought was kind of a thing that was a positive to me about that, even though it is sort of linking into Episode Nine, which is. That plot to me totally makes sense. And in fact, it is also a plot that was borrowed from the expanded universe. Yeah, which was Dark Empire. Dark Empire. <laughs> um, yeah. And I like, but you know, it makes sense. So poorly. So poorly. In, 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 the, in our can, new canon. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think, but it makes sense logically that like if the, empire, the emperor like knows his limitation is like, well, I'm still mortal, essentially, even though yeah. I may live and a very that is long like, time. Basically, like a challenge of fascism, right? Yeah. It's like I built up a strongman government. It is all built around me. Yeah. Also, possibly the fact that I have evil magic. Like, I don't, that I need to never die. Yeah. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Well, um, very logical cause, from Because I don't have a successor. From his point of view. You know? Yeah. yeah. For folks who haven't seen Foundation, that actually is a good plug for Foundation because it does kind of yeah. play into that and explore it. Interestingly, in our next Foundation yeah. podcast, we can bring it up. <laughs> um, yeah. At some point, oh, man. Are we going to do the thing at some... Sorry, just thinking about episode nine, I was like, oh man, do we now have to deal with the fact that eventually he has a kid and then has a grandchild or do we just ignore that? <laughs> oh boy, I don't need that. Yeah. Uh, but I like I like the Emperor showing up to his spooky cloning facility and being like, okay, mm-hmm. we're making a bunch of clones of you, but they're not all like, they don't all work. I kind of enjoy I, that. I don't. I feel like every time we show the Emperor, it's the easiest route. I always like the Emperor essentially is the boogeyman that you just don't see and everyone's afraid of. I actually think, I think every time you see I, him, you, you I lose do some like power. it that we get the little bits with like the guards who are like, oh no, like this is this yeah. is administratively well, annoying. <laughs> yeah, know? well that's the thing I was gonna say is I like about this episode is he's not he's not a threat in this episode. No, he's they, not a bad guy. He's just there to like Yeah, he was there to like, he doesn't establish cr- there's some not stakes. like a thing where Omega he's, accidentally jumps out of a vent yep, in front of him. Yep. <laughs> he is he's more there to like keep Hemlock on his toes, you know. Yeah, I kinda I, dig that. I did enjoy it was a very quick he did no menacing. He was just there and gone. And like that, it, that was nice. It establishes right? some stakes. It links in with some mm-hmm. larger galactic implications. And it shows he actually does care about Project Necromancer. Yeah. I it mean, it's kind of like, right off. it's like Vader showing up midway through Rogue One to be like, hey, Director Krennic, don't mess around. But the Emperor <laughs> just, still fundamentally believe has to be used very sparingly. Yes, Otherwise, I agree. I don't think he's going to be in every I, week, like in every yeah, episode. Couldn't this have been a call? Right. <laughs> <you know? laughs> couldn't this have been a fuzzy hologram? Mm. Um, Okay, so that's our first three episodes. Yeah, that was good. It was a great yeah, show. Yeah, I wouldn't I, be, for example, I feel like we don't need to see the Emperor again this season, right? I like tend to is, agree. 
he's yeah. done his thing and now st- stuff is in motion and we we don't need we don't need to see him calling up hemlock and chewing him out well, it's not relevant anymore not, we've established yeah. the stakes is we need to yeah this is just like the plot this is just right? the like, world we, yeah, yeah we need the we need this MacGuffin. yeah i don't trust feloni <laughs> not to go back to that well he's not really running this though so we'll I, I still think i think now that you've linked essentially omega to the emperor i think we will see the emperor again before mm. the end of the show all right it's time okay. to place the bets all right chips are down someone will no doubt note somewhere that we've placed this bet i'm not doing I don't it think so <laughs> yeah <No. laughs> okay we, hey dan how about that listener mail uh listener mail Subtle you say. Segue. um yes so we do have mail of course you can reach us if you would like to send us listener mail acp at the com. we're also on mastodon at acp at zeppelin dot flights um you're not on threads or blue sky sorry mastodon or bust uh this is from grace grace writes in hello complicated professionals there's a question mark hello complicated professionals hi grace thank you for covering the final season of the show i'm looking forward to hearing you discuss the opening arc personally i could have spent several more seasons with these characters but with the show scheduled to conclude on may 1st i wonder if disney will announce any upcoming projects later that week May 1st. Good week for that. If you could pick the concept, premise, time period, and or any other aspect of the next animated Star Wars series, what would it be? Anyone mm. go? I, here's the thing that I find myself wondering, which is all this time and effort we've spent developing the Bad Batch and Omega as characters, is this the end of their story? Do they, I mean, we're still pre original trilogy here. They never show up again. Yeah. Part of me thinks they end up retiring to Greece. <laughs> That's nice. Part of me thinks a couple of them are not going to make yeah. it. Out I agree. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not, I don't, I don't see, I don't see uh crosshair sipping, sipping a cocktail on the beach is all I'm saying. I, uh, <laughs> so, I'm skeptical. Yeah. I mean, I, we know, we do know Rex survives at least through mm-hmm. rebels. Yeah, uh, and through we haven't seen him right in post. No, I'm I'm blanking now. Um, no, we haven't seen so. him since we, Return of the Jedi. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's reference acknowledged. Um, <laughs> not so, canon. Literally not canon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canonizing it at the moment. Fanon. So okay. I will say um, one thing for the next animated show. I know they're already they are doing a second season of Tales of the Jedi. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see more uh ahsoka animated ahsoka Mm, in the early before original trilogy or even original trilogy timeline like because part of me is always like we sit here right before like you know episode four and then after episode six what the heck is she doing throughout the entire like main Mm. original trilogy like it must be something like important (laughs) to not be involved in the fight against the empire so I think I love Ahsoka. She's great. I think I'm a little. I've had enough Ahsoka after the last Ahsoka show, and I think I would I'm rather about good, good Ahsoka. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I if we're giving the next animated show, I would love to. I mean, I'm very excited for anything that is just just different, right? Uh, early, early, like height of the Republic. I'm really excited for. Is it what the Skeleton Crew? No, uh, no. Skeleton Crew is same same time as Mandalorian and Ahsoka. You're thinking, you're um, thinking of the Acolyte. Acolyte. Thank you. Yeah. Very much looking forward to the Acolyte. Guys, it's been a while since so I've got to like get back up on my Star Wars. Um, looking forward to the Acolyte. Um, but I think I would actually like to... I haven't played the latest Star Wars video game, but I've really enjoyed watching you play it, Dan. And I'm enjoying the whole essentially 
what is basically like uh, the the path that they're basically getting the, all the, the hidden path. The yeah. hidden path. I would love to get a show a little more about that. Uh, basically rescuing the Jedi and getting all the Jedi. Then mm-hmm. like building new characters and telling them essentially the, the underdog story. I think there's mm-hmm. a real interesting sort of a hunted hunter sort of getting out escaping. Uh, and I also still stand behind. I still would love a romance, like a proper romance. Uh, I'm hoping for that in this universe at some point, too. I will add also a show that has nothing to do with Jedi or the Force. I would love yes. a Star Wars show yes. where there's no Jedi You know at where all. we have not Andor. spent enough time yeah, is uh, Tatooine. <laughs> 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 no, I would like, I would love, uh, my my pick would be some kind of anthology Star Wars show, even if it was like, you know, Tales from the Bounty Hunters or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry, Tales from the Wells Eisley Cantina. We're all good. That <laughs> um, was like a good book. I, my understanding is there's several other cantinas in the world. No, nope. uh, there's only one. But yeah, I would, I would love, you know, right now I'm uh, Star Wars is so connected. Mm. Uh, it's I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of that MCU problem, right? Where even this, yes. it's like, yes. does the Bad Batch need to be like, you know, tying into things that were said in the, the last episodes of The Mandalorian and 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 in lead ups to uh, the movie that they're making and also fixing Episode Nine? It's like I would just like to see an anthology with like. You know, yeah, with not Jedi, with uh, with some some bounty hunters and smugglers and scoundrels, uh, doing doing space stuff. That's what I would like. To or see. yeah, yeah, I, I'm so always surprised they never adapted like any of the X Wing stuff. The X Wing like, series, I would some good love. Stuff that is there. Sit, that's sitting love there. The X Wing series, yeah, seems weird that that has not been at least uh, mined in some fights way. in space uh-huh. and all that. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that works out great. There's you got an ensemble cast. Yep. Like, I think yeah. it's that is it's comedy. It's great. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's there's solid. The commandos, solid stuff they're there. doing heists. It's really fun. So I agree with mm-hmm. you. That would be you do one episode about a Tie Fighter Squadron. You know, Ooh, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, see, bring back Baron Fell, baby. Hundred and ninety first. Uh, no, it's like the five hundred. I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> uh anyways all right moving on moving on uh that is my only piece of mail that i think i find let me just oh. check and make sure i had the no uh no twitter things but did, did grace say what she was looking forward to what she wanted oh grace did not unfortunately oh um we should uh and we did mention or we haven't talked about because we haven't been back in a while um there is a there is a reveal in the end of the bad batch season three trailer <laughs> That is going yes. to come into play I guess at I some point. Are, how do do we talk about that? It's a now? trailer. It's been it's published. A I mean, yeah. I guess spoilers if you haven't watched the trailer. Then right now, but, maybe, but have also read a book. <laughs> you know, a very a very narrow like yeah um, yeah very very small group of people. Um, I, when I saw the trailer, I did not realize this was a reveal because I had not read the book. I knew. Well, to reveal that this book, character is in the show, I yes, guess. Yes, yes. Right. We haven't do you want to say that character? Yeah, uh, Saj Ventress, who was last seen in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, late. She's back. Yeah. She has a haircut. She um, has hair. Or, or an uncut <laughs> hair, because she was bald before. I don't really know how that works. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's a wig. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't know what the deal is, where she came nope. from. She's. I mean, it's Canonic- totally a trailer. That's canonically, all in the books, she is dead. <laughs> she got better? Uh, she's a clone. Night, night, Who knows? Night, night sisters, I think, only stay dead if you want them to stay yeah. dead. Right. The, the ending oh. I'm afraid of is that somehow Omega and the somehow. Bad Batch end up on that same planet that's out where Dathomir is from the end of mm-hmm. Ahsoka, 
that's across the universe. The, the with the red, the red forest. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my concern. We end up there. I'm so sorry, I thought you were going to say somehow Ventress returned. <laughs> that it, there is. Uh, I mean, what you really don't. Want. Oh God, sorry. I'm just remembering that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it, it's. I mean, it's just. It's a horrible line yes, it really it's not is. a great <laughs> Poor Oscar Isaac had to say it's that. not a great line reading of a horrible line uh how did that get out of committee um i cannot yeah. i just want to see a the, committee i want to see the yeah. uh, the outtakes where oscar isaac is like somehow, somehow i have to say this line <laughs> yeah they hold up the check that he's getting he's like okay okay <laughs> um, i get it buys a lot of sky records um so uh yeah i i mean what would be sad is if we do not get basically if the finale of the bad backs is used to prop up other things yeah uh, i'm thinking uh you know i've not ever actually seen it but uh the ending of star trek enterprise is famous for basically being a tie-in with other star trek in a way that like super pisses off the 12 people that thought star trek enterprise was great and so you just (laughs) you don't want a thing where it's like Haha, this is not actually about your show. It's about four other shows that you should be watching as part of our universe. Yeah. I, and it's like, no, no, we we actually really like these characters. That's why we watched this show. I will <laughs> say if uh, at some point, because I mean, eventually, you know, like all good things must come to an end. To, to quote, that was the TNG. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, did, that that was, on, did that on purpose. That yeah. uh, the very last Star Wars franchise that is made. The very Cat, it's last about what we episode left becomes um, also ending a hologram with Will Riker. That would be spectacular. <laughs> oh, man. I love those Star Wars movies, says Will that Riker, having just finished would... a seven-day binge of every piece of Star Wars media available. He's like haggard. There's just like a that dented would... trombone next to it. That would be a real turnabout intruder. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're doing, and I All right. I'm it. done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, all right. So. Well, we do have more star wars coming this year uh i believe in addition to this there is also i think the acolyte what uh, do we have a date yet yeah i wanted to say that was in may i that thought was around easter yeah now i've i've lost the uh the link to when things are actually airing um we could just make up dates sure uh march <laughs> That's next month. No. Um, Yeah, we better not have to cover two shows at once. That's really going to kill me. Uh, The Acolyte is airing. I don't think we have anything else on the schedule. Skeleton Crew should be... I think a lot of things got impacted by the strike, Strike made a big big difference. Um, So we don't know exactly when... These things are coming out, but Dan um, is talking while he's furiously googling. Yeah, I am also what, should I be to try and help Dan? This? June fifth, two thousand twenty-four is apparently the acolyte slate. So nowhere near Skele- Easter. Skeleton crew is scheduled for uh, twenty twenty-four. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then there which, is, which is always like it is twenty twenty-four. Now that means December is what that means. Yes, yeah. maybe if it doesn't get delayed. And then we yeah. do know Andor season two. Not probably this year. They are. I don't think it's this year. I yeah. think they have wrapped filming, but obviously post production. There's a lot of that, and they really want to position that when they want to put it out. Right? They are not. I don't. I'm hopeful they are not afraid of waiting to get it all done right. Oh yeah. I, so yeah. 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 Um, and then um, we know they are developing Ahsoka season two, and we know there's also a Dave Filoni helmed Mandalorian movie. That is coming the out. Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. A title that is a thing. <laughs> is that uh, really the title? Yep. It's a, it's a real placeholder title. <laughs> it's you actually know? called The Mandalorian and Grogu? Yeah. Yeah. How did I miss that news story? 
That's horrible. Well, you may have missed it because it, you may have, I mean, it doesn't exactly stick to your brain, cat. You may have read that news story and then injected that piece of information, figuring surely something more yeah, important must have been will like happen today. Someone doing a quick abbreviated shorthand. That's like, yeah. That's a trope. Mm. No, we paid, they paid people to go into a room for 45 hours and they, there was blood and drinks and then that came out and this is like, this is what we got. And, you know, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, so we'll be back. But for now, we are covering the Bad Batch. Uh, week to week? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't think we really decided. <laughs> I was going to ask you after the episode. <laughs> ended, but why, here we go. Why save uh, we our dirty have... laundry when we could air it? <laughs> yeah, it's all in the show. Uh, the Bad Batch, the release schedule for the Bad Batch is a little bit weird in that uh, there is some of it is week to week. So for next week, uh, a different approach. Spoiler if you care about episode names, I won't say any other ones. Uh, but then if uh, looking af- ahead on the uh, thing, there are some weeks where there are two episodes. I'm assuming because they're kind of two partery kind of episodes. They're not labeled as such, but we know they've done but that. But there's before. like one called Infiltration and one called Extraction, which feel like a two parter. <laughs> Dan, I wasn't going to say any more episode titles. Too and late. technically, I haven't. Dan did. He's your <laughs> enemy. Um, yeah, I guess so, I, yeah, are we going to cover those every week? Find out. Know. Listener, you will find out. You will know oh. around the same time we know about what we're actually doing here. In this. Really? That is when they'll find out? <laughs> I would really like us to know a little bit before they do. <laughs> so, why change? Change our strategy now, Tony. I have no agency here. <laughs> Continue. Anyway, uh, but that is all for us this week. We'll be back when we're back. So, you know, the podcast <laughs> like apps just they keep refreshing. I oh, got I'm so tired. Uh, it's been but, a long day. Uh, it's been a long yeah, day. with Dan's no, no, not helpful. We're in trouble. <laughs> um, thank uh, you for listening. Uh, feel free to send us listener mail. Uh, I'm done. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yes, uh, we're at the end for this week's episode, and I would, of course, like to thank, as always, my co-host, Tony Sindelar. Thanks for being here to talk about Star Wars. Thanks. Good to see you both and talk about Star Wars after far too long. Kat Benish, thank you for joining us as well. It's been a pleasure, and uh, yeah, it's been a while. I had to like relearn what Star Wars is. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. not true. <laughs> it's the one uh, with triples. <laughs> th- thank you, everybody out there, for listening and for our members. We really appreciate all the support. We love talking about Star Wars. We love talking about Star Wars for you. Uh, but until the next time, may the Force be with you.